Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals. All thanks to McDonald's. Mackers, together and loving it. TNCs apply. On SENSA, you're listening to The Sandful Show. For Host Plus, an industry super fun for all Australians. The Host Plus Sandful League is just warming up. Feeling those game day vibes? Nothing beats it. Welcome back to The Sandful Show. Thanks to Host Plus, The Sandful League. Kids entertain, nothing beats it. Miles Fitzner, Andrew Hayes and... Well, we've had uh, we've had a player, one coach on, and we go to a coach it well. I uh, I think their system and how they go about it, Hazy, is one of the best in the business. We speak of Jared Wright, and he joins us, coach of South Adelaide. How are you, Jared? Good, thanks, boys. How are you? Going well, going well, mate. The one thing I've always wanted to ask you is uh, how often do you bring up that you got taken in the Super Draft, Luke Hodge, Chris Judd, Bartell? <laughs> you can just that that's got to be. And there's not many that get to kick around that say they're in right. that draft. Skip a few picks and then Jared Wright. <laughs> yeah, probably after four or five years, it probably starts to, to get a little bit more fun. But um, no, it was a long time ago. I'm very fortunate, but um, certainly, uh, certainly far past me now. Mate, before we talk about uh, what's happening right now, take us through your footy journey. So, I mean, what was that time like, and especially spending a couple of years up there at Brisbane? Yeah, it was probably um, it was probably realistically like three or four years, probably about four or five years pre like into professional sport. I reckon, you know, probably in the late nineties, still there was you know still part time footballers and working, and um, so I guess the pathway you know coming through was still not as professional as it, as it is now. Um, you know, the talent programs that all the state players are in, and um, you know they're in it for the whole year and. You know, that this was the time when you just play for your club and you'd have a, a three-week training block um, to get into the state team and you'd play three games in, in a week and that was sort of where you, you got to, um, I guess, put your, your, your talent on display. And um, back in the day, the draft was not televised. It was, you know, all done by phone and radio. And, um, yeah, so it's, it's certainly changed now. But it was a great experience for a couple of years. Um, you know, a lot of the... A lot of the the Brisbane players have obviously been very, very successful footy club and now turning into successful coaches. And, um, yeah, um, it's, it's certainly... I look back on it with fond memories, but, geez, it's 20... I think it's 20 years ago now, so it, was, uh, it makes me feel a little bit older. It's an interesting one, though. You get drafted into Brisbane in 2001, and that's arguably one of the great dynasties of any football club uh, in AFL history. Superstars, Sean Hart... Akermanis, Voss, Black, Lappin. I mean, these are guys that are the biggest names in in football. Did, was it? Were you were just were you just up there thinking, "Geez, what am I doing here?" Or and I know that 
people have said, I've heard Simon Black comment before about how it was even segmented about where they trained at Brisbane at the time. They were the bit like they were flying, but you could be training anywhere. The facilities weren't that great. But, I mean, this, these are Hall of Famers. Yeah, the, the names you reel off. I mean, look at the team photo, and it's it's, it's quite funny to be honest with the people you're sitting around. But um, you know, Leppage and the Scott brothers and McRae and um, you know Darrell White, you know, Ackermanis, like you said, there's a, there's a fair few you know quality players through there, and um, yeah, I learn a lot. Um, obviously, I was only there for a couple of years. It was pretty hard midfield to get into, not gonna <laughs> lie. But um, yeah, you know, come back here and. Played Danforth for you know until I, I think I retired at twenty twenty six or twenty seven and uh, got into the coaching caper and um, started my journey which I love my, my passion of, of coaching now and um, you know on a journey with South Adelaide and hopefully we can you know continue to to fly the flag and um, you know hopefully one day produce uh, you know the drought baking premiership. Oh, but can we ask you why you did finish up your playing career so early? Yeah, probably, well, really the injuries just got a, got a hold of, um, had a pretty good run um, in my early years and then uh, basically I missed a full season when I was at South and didn't play a game and then when I come back to the Eagles, my home club, I think I only played 10 league games in three or four years, um, had a fair few shoulder or pectoral, pectoral ruptures and had to have that replaced and um, a few little ops here and there and probably just got to the better of me where I was just not getting what I needed out of my body and but my, my mind and my um, I guess my passion to help young players develop um, was obviously you know starting to take more of a priority and um, yeah decided to, to take away the the anxiety of you know not being able to play to your, to your level and um, yeah obviously Michael Godden you know, asked if I wanted to come and coach the reserves and um, yeah, I took up that opportunity with Chris Davies um, as CEO and yeah, started that, that pathway and um, you know, at South Adelaide today, um, you know, started my yeah, fifth year of my contract, which is, which is great. Jared, we've seen a lot of uh, people sort of kickstart their coaching careers by, by doing sort of assistant and midfield roles and then going back to, to a Div 1 or Div 2 side, coaching a flag, then coming back in. How important was the time at Henley and the flag there? Yeah, it was. Um, you know, I guess it was just timing more than anything. A lot, a lot of people talk about um, you know right place, right time. And I had three years at the Eagles um, under Godsey and, and won two flags at um, at reserves level there, back to back. And then yeah, come to South under Brad Gotch and learn a different system. Um, you know, Godsey was Godsey was quite offensive and a bit more of a um, uh, you know ball movement. You know. Larry type coach um, when he first started really promoting players strengths and, and I wanted to get into a, a little bit more of a, a different system and, and got you sort of had a bit more of a defensive role and a defensive structure so it was good to blend the two and um, I was just yeah uh, my wife and I were expecting our, our first um, uh, child and it was probably time to step back um, from the full-time rigors of you know three nights a week and coding as an assistant coach with my full-time job that I was doing and um, an opportunity come up in my home club. Um, they'd just been relegated, um, and, and I think only won a one or two games. Um, and they called and said, "Do you want to come and coach?" And it's two minutes from down down the road at home, and it just fitted really well. Um, so the plan was probably to do that for probably two or three years, and again, just build the build the club up and 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 get to know list management and all the rest. And 
yeah, won the flag that year, which was great. Um, went straight back into Div 1 and, uh, yeah, Gary Hocking resigned after one year and took a job in the AFL, so South come calling and it was, yeah, probably a, a year or two earlier than I was planning to, you know, in my time frame to, to take on a full-time role, but um, like I said, the opportunity was there and, uh, and I jumped straight in. Mate, let's talk about uh, the footy on the weekend. Uh, it's always a tough trip, no matter how well the dogs are going to go out to the Ponderosa. Um, you did go in as favourites, though. What, what's, what's the wash-up from the one-point loss to the dogs? Yeah, it was um, it was pretty heartbreaking, not going to lie. Um, the players are, uh, were pretty shocked by what unfolded in that final sort of 10 minutes. Um, but again, the wash-up is we just didn't capitalise on our momentum enough early in the game of, um, we were sort of going through the statistics last night and you know, we're, I think we're in the top two um, in the competition for scores, shots on goal and inside 50s and in first quarters, but we're 10th we're, we're for accuracy. We're, we're, we're running at 36% in front of goals in first quarters. So, um, you know, instead of being five or six goals up, you know, to be honest, most weeks we're going in with a goal up and, um, and then just leaving ourselves in vulnerable positions. So that was probably the... I guess the positivity that our method and our and our brand works when we're when we're going well, we just need to get some execution a little bit better to to take that momentum because every team's going to have ten or fifteen minutes of momentum and you know the doggies had theirs in the last the last ten minutes of the game and, and, and kicked two goal four and off the back of some really strong contest work by them and and some really probably poor decision making from from our boys but. We were two rotations down at half-time with our two best mids, Ollie Davis and, and Mitch O'Neill. Didn't play the last half, so we were we were out in our legs in the biggest ground in Australia. And, um, you know, there was probably a few reasons that crept in, but we still we still you know felt that we made some pretty poor decisions in that last five or six minutes. But, you know, credit to the dogs. They, they were ferocious and they come at us in the last 10 minutes and we, we copped up a 20-point lead with, in the last 15 minutes. Jared, uh, I know Bryce Gibbs was a big loss. Um, we're starting to do a fair bit here with us at SEN and we love him. But uh, well, what's he like sort of around and his contribution um, and knowledge of the game? He's getting very comfortable behind the mic as well, Buffer. <laughs> he loves it. Yes. No, he's, um, I tune in on the way to, on the way to games now. It's um, some, some good listening, uh, to be honest, boys. But um, no, he, he, he's terrific. He's done a great job under Mark Clayton, um, our talent manager and, and under-18s coach. And, Last year was just, you know, dipping the toes in and understanding, you know, the pathway development and, um, you know, managing the, you know, the 14s and 15s and, I guess, helping the 16s programming. And, um, you know, this year he's, he's really flourished in his role and, and supporting Mark Clayton, um, taking a lot of, I guess, um, load off of off Clayton's role. And, um, you know, we're, we're starting to see some, some better fruits come out of our zone. Um, you know, we're, we're still, still probably, you know, got some, you know, total depth of numbers of quality um, that we're still trying to produce and find, but um, uh, uh, Gibb has been great. Obviously, it's unfortunate that he's going to miss you know, 70% of the, the season with a, with a shoulder surgery and um, unfortunately had it to the, probably the, the list of run that we've, we've had this year with injuries with you know, probably our you know, six or seven best players being out for multiple um, most days of the year, so it hasn't been, hasn't been quite the year that we planned out um, from a, a list management point of view at the start of the year and you, know, you capped that off with, I think, four five games that have been decided in the last 30 seconds of the game and you've come out five losses. It um, sort of feels like a year of what could have been but we've still got you know, six games to go and 
uh, and a chance to make finals. So we just need to keep moving forward. Jared, very quickly, uh, Glenelg coming off a bad loss. You go and play the Bays. What's the key to beating them? Is it is uh, what's stopping Bailey and McBean? Uh, there's probably a multiple of players that you got to try and stop. They're, they've got talent, talent to burn, um, the Tigers. So we'll certainly have our work cut out for us um, with, I guess, you know, their midfield um, experience. Um, you know, Snook and Lyons and Partington. Um, you know, they've got some real quality, um, experienced AFL players, Matty Allen, Billy Stretch. Um, and, yeah, unfortunately, we've... We'll, uh, we'll be missing sort of our, our key players in that phase. So we, we need to be really strong defensively and, um, you know, stop stop, the, stop their scoring power. McBean, Hosey, Reynolds. So, um, look, we match up really well against them. Um, generally, all of our contests over the last four years have been really tight um, in, in the ledger. And uh, when we played them, you know, six or seven weeks ago, we were you know, up by eight points late in the third quarter. And, um, yeah, they, they pushed the button the last quarter and ended up winning by 30 points. So we'll... We'll have a work cut out for us, but we're certainly confident we match up on, on them well enough. We just need to start well. Jared, best of luck uh, on the weekend, mate. We'll chat again soon. Thanks, boys. Jared right there, the coach of South Adelaide. Hazy, we're out of time. End of the show. Yeah, end of the show. A couple of big games coming up this weekend. Of course, Blood's taking on the Dogs. That's going to be uh, tough to um, pick that, uh, a result from that one. Well, you uh, have to go with Central's the form they're in. The form they're in very good, but geez, the Bloods. They're due. Haven't won this They year. are due, but the Doggies have been excellent. Yeah, they have been good. Uh, Panthers taking on Glenelg as well. You can catch that on SENSA. It's That's going to be a ripper. cracker of a game. Eagles taking on Port Adelaide. You'd expect a bigger performance from Port Adelaide. They have to. One goal four is just not good enough. Game of the round this, Cooper Stadium. Yep. Roosters taking on the Red Legs. And then the other game on SENSA will be the Crows taking on Sturt on Sunday. And that's going to be a tough game to pick as well. Depends yeah. on what happens with selection for the Crows. Yeah, I'd still think the Crows probably going to be deep enough, aren't mm. they? Is that what you reckon? I think so, yep. They're playing some really, really good footy at the minute. That's all we've got time for on the Sample Show. All thanks to Host Plus. Keeping the kids entertained at the Host Plus Sample League this weekend. Nothing beats it. Uh, we'll see you again, same time, same place next week. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.